Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Here in our new studio, I'm glad to have England with me. We haven't had him with us uh, lately in all the shoots, and, and everyone writes in saying they want to see England, so here he is. He'll help me out today, buddy, so keep me straight. We're coming to you each week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. And, you know, the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So this last weekend we were here at our, our, our local church here, World Outreach Church in Tulsa. Had such a great time celebrating Pentecost with the Holy Ghost, healing rally, had fun. If you're anywhere near the middle of Illinois this week, man, you've got to come to the Mattoon Camp Meeting. It's Crossroads of America Camp Meeting. We'll have so much fun. It'll be Ross Roberts, Pastor Ross Roberts, Pastor Scott Webb. And then you've got uh, Joey Roberts. You have myself. Uh, I think there might be some more people come. We'll see. We always have some, some surprise guests. We'll have a great time. And uh, so we're looking at all the things that are happening. There's so much happening that even things that I forgot about last week. So we're going to pick up what's happened around Israel. So we, we come to you to look at end times stuff because it's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. Everybody goes, well, you talk about the rapture of the church like you don't want to be here. Well, I'm not supposed to be here. It's seven years of old covenant time that God owes Israel back. So uh, we have so much authority. God has to take the church off the earth to do the things he wants to do during the tribulation because he gave the church all authority. So we, we look at all of this because it's so blatant. And the number one reason we get into all this is not just to have a hustle mentality, but it's because he loves you so much. He wants you excited. He wants you expectant. He wants you happy. And there is no bad news for the church, only good news for the church. I'm in awe that, that the Lord got such a bad rap by the coming of the Lord scared so many people. So, so many things are happening, and I'm going to try to get into it because there's, there's just uh, tons of stuff going on. So, number one, last week I, had, I knew it, but I forgot to talk about it. Uh, there was a train car going from Wyoming down to California, and it had 60 tons of explosives on it. By the time it showed up in California, that train car was empty. So that's kind of freaking people out to the point that this week, the last couple of days, the senators all got sat phones because they think something kind of crazy could happen. But uh, that's for our own country. But man, specifically with Israel uh, this last week, so much going on that's literally dangerous. Remember last week I talked about Hezbollah doing a, basically a parade for the news media to show how powerful they were and how ready they were to attack Israel. Well, Israel's getting ready to look like preemptively strike them because right now what you have was a couple weeks ago, Hamas in Gaza fires 1,478 rockets at Israel from the south. Hezbollah is touting how ready they are from the north to invade Israel. And then you've got Iran doing so many things that we'll get into here in a minute, showing up their place from the east. So you've got these three locations trying to push, push Israel into the ocean. They want to annihilate Israel. So, so many things with Iran this week. We'll get to that here in just a second. But with Russia, you had a massive Russian drone strike in the Ukraine, uh, hitting all kinds of places. The, 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 the Ukraine responded by firing drones into Moscow. I think it kind of freaked Russia out that they were able to hit Moscow. Come here, England. You can come sit with Dad. So a lot going on with that. But then you have Iran. You have Iran touting a brand new uh, ballistic missile uh, that'll go, uh, the, the range is like 2,500 miles. That means it could hit Israel and a lot of uh, uh, U.S. bases all over the Middle East. And you know, with that touting of that, you got a huge response from Israel and from America even. You have the F-15s uh, in Israel got retrofitted so that they can carry one of the heaviest ordinances ever produced, 
for being a bunker buster bomb. So you have F-15s retrofitted for these bombs. Then you had the C-130s retrofitted. I've never heard of C-130s retrofitted to carry armament, but they retrofitted them just to have those bunker buster bombs because Iran's touting you can't get to us. Iran's so crazy with the International Atomic Energy Agency. This week they said, well, we're stopping your two claims uh, that we're doing things wrong. This is why they're freaked out. The, the, the Atomic Energy Agency found two different sites that were undisclosed by Iran where there was enough enriched uranium to 84% that they were ready to basically make more atomic bombs than even ones even talked about. And so Iran uh, showed off their mobile missile uh, launchers for that. With that, you have Israel with America doing a, an exercise this week. You have the head of CENTCOM from America yesterday land in Israel and got things ready for uh, an exercise there. So the verbiage is that Israel's getting ready to have a preemptive strike. The verbiage is Iran's getting ready to strike Israel. The verbiage is all of this stuff that's bad that looks like happens right after the rapture is getting ready to happen. You have Taiwan uh, indicate that they were having negotiations with America to become under the U.S. nuclear umbrella. All that means is that America would be a major part of the invasion of China in invading Taiwan. So. Uh, those are huge things. Probably the thing that freaks me out the most about all of it is the readiness of Israel right now to verbally say, we may have to preemptively strike Hezbollah, we may have to preemptively strike Iran to stay alive. Now, in the Six-Day War, that's what Israel had to do. Israel was completely surrounded by all these nations, and the preemptively Israel struck them and won the Six-Day War. So you see that same mentality right now. Then you, right now you have earthquakes. You have in Melbourne, Australia, you had earthquake uh, cracking buildings there. You've got asteroids, a whole other uh, thought pattern and talk of all the asteroids that have been coming through. Uh, literally, they see them after the fact, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> so why do I say that? You've got things in the heavens, things in the earth, and you've got the nations in position for what they want to do to Israel. And uh, a lot of it has to do with the Temple Mount as well. So intriguing that, that the very things the Bible said we'd see are unfolding right before our eyes. Things about the Temple Mount, things about the nations. Turkey's Erdogan got reelected again for his third term. So the players that are going to do what they're going to do are there in place. Along with all the other talks of trying to make peace with Saudi Arabia, trying to make peace with Iran, and uh, it's all happening. So what do we do? We always go to the Scriptures. So much of this is happening, but we always go to the Word. The Word never changes. Number one, Israel made a nation, next, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away to all fulfilled. So we're that generation. But then you've got the Hebrew language restored. You've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You have the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the archway for Baal worship in Palmyra. Russia rebuilt it this last year. Uh, the Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the Messiah comes. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red this last year where Sodom and Gomorrah was uh, on the Day of Atonement. So you've got interesting signs everywhere. And, and even England gets excited about it because they're so blatant. Uh, but they're pretty crazy. You have 170 different species of predatory birds show up. So you got birds in position. You got Russia going into the Ukraine, Russia going to Crimea. So Russia's in place, birds are in place, fish are in place. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. I think probably one of the most uh, bizarre things about all of this is, is Jordan trying to make sure Israel doesn't change the status quo with the Temple Mount. 
And with all of these things that the Bible said, you see, there's one after another, after another, after another. Yet men will be lovers themselves with selfie sticks. And uh, you, you have one of the crazy ones was Bishop uh, Malachi from the year 1129 A.D. had a vision of each pope that would be on the earth all the way up to the second coming of the Lord. He got the coat of arms correct, 114 out of 114. The pope we have now is the 114th pope. The History Channel said only a god can do that. That's statistically impossible. And with that, you had the pope a few weeks ago say there is no hell. So uh, you got the players coming into position uh, for having the beast and the false prophet ready. You have the European Union. I forgot to talk about this earlier. The European Union not only has the IMF come up with a perfect digital currency, uh, the European Union's starting a test trial of this, spent $40 million to get everything ready for it. So things that will be happening after we leave are completely being set up right now. But then you've got signals. You had the blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. NASA calls that a tetrad. Pretty amazing. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? The last time was in 1967 when Jerusalem was won back, 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And then you had after that, you had the, the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you have specific events happening that with the heavens coinciding with things happening with Israel. And then after that, you, you've got the blood red moons. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, which is crazy. And after that, we just talked about that, but then after that, you got the Bethlehem Star. You don't really hear that much teaching about the Bethlehem Star, but when Jesus was born, you had Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together. The constellation was Virgo. Uh, this last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. We've got Jupiter, we got Regulus, we got Venus. Bethlehem Star, first time in 2,000 years. What was the constellation? Leo, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So, so this is all about, we see all this stuff happening. What do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor. This is an all-in thought pattern. If This is all happening right in front of our eyes. And sometimes you can look at the church world. And people are just, I'm busy. I got too much going on. No, we don't fit church into our life. It is our life. This is it. We're about to see the king. I mean, people go, oh, these, these signs have always all happened before. No, none of these signs have ever happened before. This is the first generation ever to have all these literally compact into, into one generation. We are so privileged and so blessed that we are about to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the bright morning star, the lily of the valley, the firstborn from the dead, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls, the one who was and is and is to come. Man, we'll come back next week and look at all the different things that have happened around Israel. There's so many things that I forget every week that I try to remember, but they're blatant, radical things pointing to we are about to see Jesus. Let's go for it and get as many people saved as we can. Colleen, I sure appreciate your support. Appreciate you watching every week. Thanks for praying for us. And got a lot of places to go all year. We're going to all get the message out because Jesus is just about to come. Have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.